What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code, S-T-A-C-K, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. You find yourself standing in a huge chamber that was obviously once maybe a a holding place for magma as it made its way up the volcano's spout. There are puddles of moisture on the floor, but they simmer as they rest there. Mm. Little puffs of noxious looking fumes release into the air, and the echoes of the black figure's voice ring through the room. A cloud of noxious exhaust rises, as though the fog cloud spell were cast. You see the dark figure of the Plague Doctor, suddenly surrounded by this greenish-yellow cloud that rises from the floor. You hear his laughter ringing through the room, and then he begins to shout something. It becomes indistinct, and you hear hissing from the sides of the room. Tira is just going to roar and dash forward to head straight towards him. The fog has begun to dissipate, and then suddenly there's a rocking sensation. And this time, from little vents in the floor, gobs of magma just come shooting up out of the floor. Nowhere near any of you, but the rumbling sound echoes through the cavern, and you're left wondering, what does that mean? From the sides of the cavern, six red-scaled lizard folk come sliding in. Two of them are headed for you, Tira. Two of them come from your direction, Farron, and two Womberbash are approaching you. They carry very heavy, nasty-looking clubs with little bits of bone embedded in them, and shields with spikes on the surface. Tira, through the fog, two arrows come streaking in your direction. The first one goes whizzing way over your shoulder. It was off. The second is a 17. 
It comes in low and it might have missed you if you hadn't been running full speed toward him, but you catch it just before it would have hit the floor and skittered off. The arrow must have hit you in a very vital spot, perhaps your femoral artery or something. It's a total of 40 points of damage. What? What? The fog cloud billows back up, obscuring from sight the plague doctor. Now the red lizards close. So especially because it's so dark in here, or at least it's darker than it would be in broad daylight, there is a little bit of a glow on the Panabis, and I've got both hands. And as I moved forward um, the five feet, I sort of shifted my body a little bit, so just to go to the side here to my left. And I just basically round out and come up from, the, the, the blade comes up from the bottom in a round up motion upward. And I just completely tear right into Lizard A. Yep, gotcha. You hear chanting, and in the fog, for just the briefest moment, a disembodied hand appears and then fades out of sight. You feel something brush by you, your hair brushes by your face as this hand goes out of the fog, the thick fog cloud where you are. Womberbash, you feel something bump against you. Go ahead and roll a wisdom perception check. 14. You feel a tug at your wrist, and suddenly the music inside you stops. <gasps> you see your stone floating in the air, and it's zipping back toward the direction of the thick fog cloud. I dig into my bag and bring out one of the extra stones that I had in there. All right, so we left off with going back to the top of the <laughs> Yeah, round. back to yep. the top, yeah. Here goes. Yeah, so just so you all know where I'm at. I'm actually less than have. I'm down to less than half because I have a total of 119. I I'm would at 57. Say right now. you should probably maybe pull up a little bit and stay back, but that's no, not you your got nature, it, but can and, I can't. Not, and you're not your rage well, too. Yeah, so. I'm in a rage, and besides that, I mean, I am purely hand to hand fighting. If I back up out of the fog, then what? I'm going to be like, listen. <laughs> if no one hits you, mm-hmm. you make it painfully obvious that no one is. Hit, no one hit. Nothing hit me. Make sure so that yeah. I, I get it because yes. I'm going to try to come in there and smack you across the face. <laughs> <laughs> They're just waiting for their opportunity. The no, no, we don't do corporal punishment. Okay, uh, verbal abuse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just took significant emotional damage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're back at the top of the round. The lair flares up. And this time it is the magma. The floor erupts as the cavern shakes once more. Well, I should be safe because I'm standing right there by the duty. ain't going to bring up magma himself. Womberbash. <gasps> you and the creature next to you feel the floor buckle underneath your feet. Magma erupts around you. You feel the searing heat as it comes up. Gobbets of it land on your clothing. You can hear the singeing sounds. I need you to roll. A natural 20. <laughs> A 20-foot-high geyser erupts from the floor. You need to make a DC 15 dexterity saving throw. Luck point. <laughs> Luck point. Wait, wait, wait. What, what are you adding to Four. Oh, so close. Natural 20! Natural 20. <laughs> okay. Here's how, many, how this is going to work. How many luck points do you get to use? I only have one more left. Okay. 
your first instinct, you almost act on it, is to dash in the direction of Tira and the Plague Doctor. The ground gives way a little bit in that direction, so you withdraw your foot real quick, take one step in another direction, and the same thing happens, and so you jump on top of the lizard <laughs> under your feet. It's doing some damage. <laughs> the geyser erupts underneath you. You are completely shielded from the blast because you rolled a natural 20. Yes. You're going to take no damage. You do go 20 feet up, and that is going to put you in danger of hitting the ceiling. Okay. Uh, I'm going to roll, actually roll a- I rolled a natural 20. I understand that. <laughs> You're not taking damage from the lava. Uh, roll a an acrobatics check to see if you can dodge the stalactites hanging from the ceiling. I do not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's a there's a sickening crunch as Womberbash slams into the ceiling. You're going to take four points of damage. Okay. And then as the geyser abates- there's a sickening sensation as suddenly gravity takes control again and you're falling back down 20 feet. Are you going to do Can you do anything to protect yourself? I can. As do you have any reaction stuff? I mean, I, I can. I have to get hit first or I have to take damage okay. first. Well, you just took damage. Yeah, but I'm, uh, that's fine. I'll, okay. I'll keep that. All right. So I'm coming down on top of the lizard though, right? Yes. Uh, it is a charred ruin of its former self. Okay. Is that going to break the fall a little bit? No. Okay. All right. You fall quickly, the 20 feet back down to the floor, um, manage to land somehow off to the side, but you're going to take damage. I'm going to roll for that. Another four points of damage. Okay. So you hit, the body wedges into the crack, the fissure where the lava came erupting, and you roll off to the side onto more stable ground. Okay. All right. It's crazy how you roll a 20 and then you still took damage on that. Yeah, I don't know. This 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 DM really doesn't understand the natural 20 rolling thing. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you impervious. You didn't take the lava damage, which would have been- that, That's, yeah, way more than four. Yeah, yeah. So that is the lair's turn. Both of your enemies, Womberbash, are dead. Excellent. Tira, one of yours, one of your lizard folk is dead. And Farron, you have two wounded ones, just to keep you up with where things are. How far am I away from the um, Plague Doctor? You are- I had advanced- tw 30. Yeah, 30, and then technically five, but yeah. I don't know where this whole ordeal took me. Yeah, I'm going to say that you come down fairly close to where you- So you're another 10 feet forward. Per so you've okay. come 45 feet forward. Okay. So you have 105 feet distance between you and the Plague Doctor. All right, Tira, your lizard attacks you with the shield and with the club- Got a natural 20 for 10 points of damage. There's more chanting in, uh, sorry, the fog has dissipated. So the nice. plague doctor is visible again. He waves his hands and then touches you, Tira. Uh, he actually runs his gloved hand down your face. Ew. She barfs. He's, he's laughing. As he leans in close, the beak of his mask comes close to your face, and there's a scent of strong spices. I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be fine after we take care of you and your friends. Ew, what is that supposed to mean? And then you need to do a wisdom saving throw. Ah, oh, grief. Of course I do. Six. Okay. Mm -hmm. You fall prone immediately. 
and you are laughing so hard that you cannot stand up. You are completely incapacitated with laughter. Womberbash and Farron, from where you are, you hear the oddest sound ringing out in the chamber. It's a sound that you have never heard before. <laughs> I've never heard Tira laugh. What is this strange noise? Uh, it is the sound of Tira laughing. And as you look, you see her literally rolling on the floor laughing. She's actually holding her sides and tears are streaming down her face, but she is she just looks like she has been told the world's funniest joke. That could be exhausting, actually. Uh-huh. Womberbash, you have no enemies near you. Farron, your two come to attack you. Now, one of them has disadvantage on its attack because you hit it with a spell, correct? The poison spray poison Or, or with, a, with, a, with an attack. It only has disadvantage against a spell if I cast one okay, on my gotcha. next turn. Gotcha. Okay. So, Farron, the two attack you, one with club and shield, a 20. Oh, so no. I have a 19 armor class. So just, yeah, it hits. Okay. You take four points of damage from the club slamming into you. The next one swings with the club and then lunges to bite you. A 23. Mm. Another four points of damage. <laughs> okay. I think that does it for me. Tira, you are on the ground. You cannot take actions or reactions because you are incapacitated. And so basically you're going to have to skip this turn. But at the end of your turn, and each time you take damage, you make another wisdom saving throw. Oh, okay. What does this mean for my rage? As long as you take damage on this round, you retain it. Okay. ROTFL. Okay, now you get a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. 13. That does not save. The laughter continues, and she looks like she's in pain, but she continues to laugh. Like Data laughing his head off in yes, Generations. Yes, yes. I don't remember that. No, it's no from not the movie, like from the, Data. From the first movie. Yeah, please don't. Not like yeah, Data. No. It looked, it yeah, looked it looked weird. Freaky, which it was supposed to, but. Uh, Womberbash takes off. He's going to jet towards um, where Tira and Thing is. Um, yep. I'm not going to do a dash because that'll take my action, right? right. So, so I am going feet. to run, but I'm going to do a energy beam. He has to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. He looks up to see the energy coalescing around you as it flies forward. Uh, he's going to make it. Yep. So um, I guess it just shoots past him. Okay, yeah. Um, it goes sailing off into the, the shaft where the pillar is. And it shatters the pillar. <laughs> and we win. <laughs> Let me do a quick check. Oh. The snot are you doing over there? A bad joke suddenly springs into your mind, and you have to tell it. <laughs> to who? Okay, okay so wait, say that again. <laughs> suddenly a bad joke springs into my mind, and I have to say it out loud. Yep. Are you sure you want me to do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a valid wow. question, though, folks. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's sort of on the spot here. Um... Do you know what happened to the chicken that crossed the road? What? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm coming for you. That's a bad joke. <laughs> that is a bad joke. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Plug Dr. Cox's head the other way. I don't get it. Farron, it is your turn. I'm just trying to picture everything that's going on. So now Wombat <laughs> ran over. Spouting bad to, jokes. Yeah, toward 
Tira and yelling a weird joke. He missed the beam. And Tira's rolling on the floor laughing. Mm, that's about the size of it. And I have two lizards by me. Yes. Seems pretty obvious. You got to take care of the lizards. Do whatever you want. <laughs> but uh, they're close to the, uh, what are we calling them? The witch doctor? The witch the doctor. Plague doctor. The plague doctor. <laughs> so I'm concerned about them right now. Mm-hmm. Tira's acting really crazy. They're both acting crazy. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to run over to Tira. Uh, you are a good 150 feet away still. And you might. Yeah, because you never moved. And, and you might give them an opportunity I'm for attack. I'm expeditious retreat over to Tira. Okay. So what does that do for you? Uh, it's a bonus action uh-huh. and it allows you to move at an incredible pace. When you cast this spell and then as a bonus action on each of your turns until the spell ends, you can take the dash action. So I still can't reach her. You could do your dash, which is 60 feet. Yep. And then dash again for your movement mm-hmm. and your action. So you can move 120 feet in this turn. What that will do is it will give both of the lizards with you an attack of opportunity. So if you're willing to undergo that, damage. then you're, you're free to do that. That will pull you within 30 feet of Tira, the lizard, and the plague doctor. And is that without her having to use the spell? That's using the spell. Okay. I mean, honestly, okay, so I, I'm just putting this out there. What I'm trying to do is yeah. give damage to Tara, but I won't be able you, to do that. You don't have to. If you're if you're worried about me maintaining my rage, you, I don't necessarily have to do that because I took – did I take damage yet? Yeah, this round, yes. Yes. You did? Yeah, yeah. So this round, I have taken damage, so my, my rage is good for another round. Oh, but if you want to move into position that. so that you can be there to damage me if you need to, that's fine. Yeah, the Plague Doctor – Cast a spell with no damage, but the lizard hit her with the club. Right. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I missed that. I was like, just going to be like, dash right into your body. <laughs> Boom. Um, <laughs> like a and, and here's the deal. There might have been a more expeditious way of doing it. Why don't you just pick up your bow and shoot her with an arrow? I don't think that would have role played well. Why would I just shoot her with an arrow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to scratch that. And I apologize. Sorry, guys. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to. Hit uh, Lizard A with my whip. (laughs) (laughs) After all that. Oh, okay. I thought that was a one. Okay. 14. That is a miss. Okay. It cracks startlingly near its head, but it does no damage to it. All right. I'm going to take a a swing at the other one. Okay. No. (laughs) It's like you're the lion tamer. Stay back. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just Got keeping your them at bay. in front of you, yeah. <laughs> There's three lizards as of now, correct? There yes. are three. One, one by Tira and, and two, two with her. Back to me. Surprisingly, nothing happens to the environment this turn. That is surprising. Yeah. Farron, your first lizard attacker will hit you with its club. What'd you roll? I rolled a 17 and then you add five to it. Okay. Six points of damage. The second one, again, goes low with a bite and a shield swipe. The bite will connect with your lower leg for five points of damage. The shield apparently was not fully grasped, and it goes skittering across the floor because I rolled a one. Mm. (laughs) So it is now down a weapon. That does it for your two. In the fog. You said the fog was gone. In your vicinity, Tira. 
the club comes down on you again, and it's going to do eight points of damage. And then it's going to try and stomp down on you. And both of those are going to miss badly. The Plague Doctor looks down at you scornfully. It's hard to tell, but... There's a scornful tilt to his head. Yes. The Plague Doctor scorns you by not even looking in your direction and flicks a dagger at Womberbash, who is running toward you. He does so with disadvantage because the ghost of your mother is streaming all around him. Yes. She is scrabbling at him, trying vainly to disrupt him. That's going to miss. He feels the effects of your mother and waves his hand. And suddenly it looks like he is hazy around the edges, as though he is shaking violently very quickly. And he has an effect on him now. Tira, it is your turn. What can I do? Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, 17. Your body is aching. And the effects of this laughter finally leave you. And you want to just lie there on the floor, tears streaming down from the corners of your eyes. And now they're turning back into tears of rage. Uh, you have finished your turn, but next turn you will be ready to get up and move again. She's just going to, as she is kind of, you know, <laughs> trying to get to her feet. And she's going to raise her head to look up at him and say, you're going to be sorry you did that. Am I? Wamberbash, it is your turn. I am how far away from this guy now? You were 45 feet. You charged, you dashed. I didn't dash. You just ran. So yes. another 30, so that's 75 feet. That's half the distance. You have 75 feet to go. I'm going to do my regular movement, so another 30 feet. Okay. But I'm also going to do another energy beam. Succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Okay, he is uh, 17. He, he passed it. Okay. No effect again. Um. So I, after this movement, oh, man, I'm so far away from this dude, man. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. All right, that's it. I'm done. Okay. Farron, your turn. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to keep at these uh, lizard dudes. Okay. All right, here's the whip. Yeah. Yep, it was a 19 plus. That's a hit. Land it. Okay, let's now for damage. <laughs> so that would be the the least amount of damage I could possibly give, and that's four. That was, I guess, do I have to say it's lizard A? I assumed that. Okay, and now for lizard B. I mean, you could keep going on lizard A and try and take him out so you're not constantly I don't want to do that for okay. a particular reason. Okay. Uh. Nine uh, plus seven, that is... Sixteen. That is a hit. All right. That's better. Seven. Okay. That's a good hit. She's paving the way for an effect that she has. Oh. I have a feeling Burning Hands is coming next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your double hit, it's a crack, scream, crack, scream, and you feel like you're starting to make progress on these two. Again, nothing happens in the room. Tira, your lizard attacker, misses badly, and misses badly. Farron, your lizards, 20 and 17 on the first attack. Okay, so one of them's going to miss because of defensive duelist. Uh, three points of damage. And the second one attacks with a bite and a club. 
A natural 20 and a 17. So yeah, both hit. Uh, 8 points and 8 points. 16 points total. This one sinks its teeth into you hard. But I have a feeling the pain is coming next. All right. And then finally, the Plague Doctor mumbles something. And it's going to take two daggers and try and strike down at you, Tira. I rolled a seven and a three. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were like, I'm getting ready to kill her. (laughs) That's terrible. Yeah, it is. That was a shame. (laughs) Told told you you'd be sorry. (laughs) Uh, Idiot. He is actually going to disengage. What? He is going to uh, use cunning action, and he is going to move away from you, Tira. You get an attack. It does not provoke an opportunity attack. No, no, no. You didn't hear me. She does attack. (laughs) He skates away. 15 feet, and dances from foot to foot as though egging you on. Oh, I'll be there in a second. Now he has moved back toward the edge of the shaft. Okay. Okay. Tira, it is your turn. All right. Edge or no edge, I don't care. It's a, I'm going to rage, so I'm going to... I can I can move to within him with no yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. So It's going to take, yeah, half your half movement to movement, stand up yeah. and, then, and then the other half to get to him. Yeah. That's good. Good. And... Saliva dripping off her teeth and two-handing that fancy axe. Nat 20. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's a critical Ooh. hit, too. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you roll 3d12 because of your brutal critical. Mm-hmm. Give me somebody, give me a 12. I only got two of them. No, right. I don't you even. <laughs> How many do you need? I, I just need one okay. I have two already. Not bad. All yeah, right, 25. Bad. Plus nine, so 34. Yes. Yes, Tara, yes. I told you you'd be sorry. Okay, you got a critical, so you get a free attack, plus you have your extra attack. Oh, yeah. We're going to use them all. (laughs) Take them out. Oh, girl, 19 plus. (laughs) That's a hit. 29. Uh, 17. All right, next attack. Actually, I'm going to cut you off there. What? Did I kill him? Your axe slams into him. There's a brief moment where time seems to slow. The axe connects with his chest. His beak looks down to see where it is buried into its chest before he goes flying straight backwards into the surface of the crystal. Mm. He manages to somehow appear stunned even beneath the long beak of the disturbing mask. He slams into the hard wall of the pillar, hangs for a moment as though the hooked fingers have found purchase, and then, over his shoulder, laboring, says, You... You may think you've stopped us, but there are others who will see the Reavers work through. I will still heed the crystal's call, I come, master. I come. But his fingers lose their grip and he begins to slide. No, master, I have served you faithfully. Faithfully. Faithfully, I was so close to unlocking its secrets on your behalf. He cries out in some unknown tongue. And as he slides slowly down, there's a brilliant flash from the pillar. And then something odd happens. He begins to slide into the crystal. Yes, yes, it's working. 
I feel its power running through me. I will corrupt the pillar. A purplish-black blemish appears on the crystal surface where his legs have slid in, a bruise on the otherwise pristine surface. But the pillar appears to fight back against the unwelcome intrusion. There's another flash of white light, more brilliant than the last. The doctor's voice, which had been rising in ecstatic laughter, echoes throughout the chamber now as you stand, heaving for air in the choking ashes of the battle-scarred place. It's wrenched from laughter into a scream of unutterable anguish, then shifts insensibly into the croaking of a raucous bird. To your horror, you see changes occurring where your enemy is halfway into the stone. He is slowly being forced out inch by inch, and where he is visible, the black leather of his clothing is falling away to reveal bone-white skin, but from this exposed flesh sprout black feathers, faster than should be possible. Now the bird calls fall away, and a new voice calls out, but it's chillingly familiar. Michael, can you roll a d6? Two. It is Tira's voice. We are not done. My master has rescued me. The transformation is complete, and now a birdman, clad in glossy black feathers, grasps the side of the pillar. With one more startled cry in the same voice, the hideous creature flaps upward through the haze and disappears from sight. The bruise in the pillar ebbs fully away until at last the milky white of the crystal is fully restored. As the surface gleams once more, a spiraling ridge along the outer surface begins to protrude more and more until a smooth walkway winds its way up the giant pillar. And that's where we're going to end this episode. <laughs> Tough fight? Yeah. 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 Good. I wanted it to be very challenging. I wanted it to be exciting for you. Hopefully it was. Yeah. You're going to get 10 experience points each <laughs> for the fight. Yeah. I think we're all like over half. I'm down to 48 no, our points. points. No, not even close. Womber Bash didn't take much. He did, yeah, his were all in like little chunks. But whatever was in that uh, arrow that hit me in the leg, it must have been poisoned or like cursed or something like that. Because that really did me in. I'm down to 48 out of 119. I didn't even do the math on mine yet. <laughs> I was keeping track. I'm already I, dead. No. I'm yeah. Saying. I was keeping track because that was like I had some huge chunks there and I thought I better keep track in case I actually get close to death. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Holy mackerel. So he's a rogue. Okay. And every time he lands a hit, the first hit of the round where he has advantage on the attack or there's an enemy within five feet, he gets sneak attack damage. And that's what that was. That was sneak attack damage. And at his level, he's doing 8d6 extra <laughs> damage on top of the hit. Yeah. Wow. So rogues that are was no joke. That's crazy. Now, um, will I be able to get my stone back? Is it lying on the ground there? It's with the really? doctor. Really? He's like what? summoned it. it. It didn't just like fly off. Like he took it. He has it with him. Mm. Yep. It, it is gone from this room. This is not good. You're using Draco's wand now. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, let's hear it for Norse battle. <laughs> um, I want to nominate. Oh, go ahead. Did you want to? No, no, no. Oh. I'm just no. thinking. I want to nominate Bash for using the stone that he had in his bag. Mm -hmm. I mean, like to remember that he had it and mm -hmm. to try it. Like that was his instinctive reaction. Quick thinking. Yeah. 
Because um, I was like, oh my goodness. I, I don't even remember what Bash is just like regular stats without a stone with all his stuff is. Yeah, I mean, if he didn't do that, he'd just be like a dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I I would die. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would die. You're squishy. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I also, uh, if I could nominate him for, um, I wrote it down. Now I can't read my writing. Well, while you're thinking about okay, it, yeah. I do want to add something. Can you describe what Womberbash feels when the stone is removed from him? So I don't know. If, I don't know if Farron knows this, but I actually have two stones. There's a small little sliver of one in my chest. And I think what I'm feeling now is because I have a foreign stone, and especially I think when I come to the realization that I'm going to continue to have a foreign stone for the foreseeable future, um, I have now a burning in my chest of where the stone is. It's not too much to bear, but whenever I use my stone, it does start to feel like it burns. So in other words, every time I use the side stones, now I have like this pain in my chest that doesn't feel good. If if I'm not using them, then I it's bearable, but it's unbearable now. And I thought about this when I was using it, and now I almost want to take it back because now I'm essentially without this thing for quite some time. Yeah, I'm actually going to say every time you use side points, you're going to take one hit point of damage. Okay. That's fine because it negates it with my um, temporary hit. I get four temporary hit points. Whenever I take damage, every turn I take, I get a plus four up to four. Th- this will take out of your hit point hit points. That's fine. Because but- it's you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Any other nominations? Did you well, find you didn't your- actually give him any points. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take one for that. Okay. And the second one- what she, was she, she was looking for it. She, oh, she's she still- said oh, she um, Yeah, so- I just put down playing the loss of the stone. Maybe uh, maybe his role oh, playing. How he like fell down and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his okay. role playing. Gotcha. Yeah, take another one, Womberbash. Any other experience points to give? Um, somebody want to nominate me for seven points? <laughs> what? What? Uh, I nominate Kira. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Actually, I've been thinking about this for a while. In my editing, when we get to the Norse battle, I've noticed that Meredith is almost always the first to jump in with point awards. And so I, I want to give you a teamwork bonus. I want to give you three extra. It's not going to get you there completely, oh, no. but yeah. um, I, I appreciate you being the first one to have good things to say about others' play. Hold up. We Did we do experience points at the end no, of the last no, episode? No, nope. because the fight wasn't over. Right. Okay. I, I I literally just now realized it because I'm like, wait. Yeah. In the past, when we've had to split an episode mm-hmm. like we did this time, mm-hmm. um, we just wait to gotcha. award it all at the end. Understood. I want to nominate Tira too, but I don't know if you're going to give her anything. Because That's why you do it. I want to nominate her for some combat points because, I mean, it's kind of just her character, but she did so much damage on that one roll. She did a 20, then she rolled a 19, and then she rolled all that damage. It was like, what, 40-some points or something? <laughs> yeah, in one turn, you you laid more on him than he had already taken. <laughs> wow. He had taken 53 points of damage up to that point. Uh-huh. You hit him for just, a, if not that much than a little bit more and actually just to add on to that because i know that's just her you know that's what she's capable of doing yeah but she also adds to her uh her choices in combat and she adds some you know interjects some speaking and Mm -hmm, stuff like that mm -hmm. and i think that she should get some points for that yeah take another two i really appreciate the flavor (laughs) that you add to your character thanks man 
And now you're what, four sort? Uh, two, right? Hang on a second. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, two was too short. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Any other points to uh, talk about? I really hope you enjoyed these last two episodes, even though we had to cut it in half. Yeah. Thank you, Stackers, for your patience. And uh, hopefully we didn't leave you hanging too much for the week. This was an important fight, an important moment in the hero's story. And so we wanted to do it justice. Hopefully we did that. And hopefully you were able to picture the scene and the the things happening here. I had a good time putting it together. It was a lot of work to come up with the stats for this guy. Um, I've put it off and put it off. <laughs> and finally, I had to buckle down and do it. But it was, I think it was a good fight. I think it was close enough that it was- Believable. Yeah, and exciting. Yeah. Thank you very much for making it fun. It's not over. You're about to take the next step in your big adventure. So, What happened to the two lizards that I still didn't kill off yet? They just like we'll find out run next away. week. Yeah. We'll find out next week. As they run, I'm going to do burning hands. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Before we end, let's go ahead and get that recap. Tira is 98 points into level 10. Wamberbash is 15 points into level 11. Great. Farron is 73 points into level 10. Bring it. Nice job. Way to go, everyone. Way to work together. Farron, I guess you're doing your own thing over there. <laughs> Having fun. You're toying with the prey is what you're doing. <laughs> As always, Stackers, we want to thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to interact with us, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram at Dice. You can send us email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. And please do always rate and review us if you haven't done that. And we look forward to seeing you here again next time at Stack of Dice. I'm going to go with the tried and true. The old school. Old school tried and true. As I'm running, for whatever reason, I say, do you know what happens? The doctor's head goes tilting <laughs> curiously. No, uh, let me let me do that over again. Uh, <laughs> Nobody look at him. <laughs> right at him. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go do another another joke. All right. Farron, I guess you're doing your own thing over there, <laughs> having fun. You're toying with the prey, is what you're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess we all just go home now. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs>